You are listening to High Shelf Gaming Podcast, a podcast where myself, David Gillespie, and my friend Rich often talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions with uh, really anything that's nerdy and fun that we all want to talk about. We're going to pretty much talk about it here at this podcast. So thanks for downloading and having a listen, and uh, please enjoy. Welcome again to High Shelf Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, David Gillespie, and I'm joined always by my now official co-host, Rich. Rich, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Hopefully everybody's doing really great on this podcast day and ready to hear about, maybe learn about, or learn something new about our new game. And I have a guest today, uh, Shara. Thanks. Hello. Thanks so much for joining. Shara, what game are we talking about today? We're talking about Ticket to Ride. Yeah, Ticket to Ride. Now, Ticket to Ride is like one of your favorite games. Absolutely. It is. I have several of the expansions and I play with my family all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, that's good. See, that's a, that's one of those things that like a lot of board games, you kind of they're either friend games or family games. Like Monopoly, straight up family game. I've never played that with friends. Yep. But Ticket that's to like Ride. Friends. Yeah, exactly. Like Ticket to Ride, you can kind of like play Lots of people, lots oh, of absolutely. Groups. That's a family and friend game. Yeah, yeah, and rich. And if you want to ruin your family, play diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> right. We haven't talked about diplomacy yet, but we will definitely do an episode on that because that is a that is a uh, eject people from your life because you hate mm-hmm. how they played you in that game. Oh yeah, it is rough, um, but. It's a oh, it's such a good game. <laughs> it's so good, but it makes people hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Ticket to Ride is not that. It. Ticket to Ride is no. a very friendly, very friendly game. Now it's a it's a versus game, right? So only one of you is going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but it's still uh it's still a good uh good game. Did, was this made in America or is this one of those European games? Like, do you guys know? Where well, is- I don't know. I know. I know the first one was a European map that we started out with, mm-hmm. so that makes me wonder if it was a European game. Yeah, yeah. Rich, uh-huh. you know uh, there's a little bit of information that, you know, Alan R. Moon, the creator, um, is from England himself. And okay. so he, he is from the island over there. And um, the game came out of a German company, um, what, Days of Wonder? So if I got this wrong, everybody comment and get me on the right page. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, so German, what, German produced or published and English created and... I, you know what? That really leads me to wonder what the most sold map is because I started on USA. I, I wonder, you know, you mentioned there's maybe a Germany or a, a Europe map that started it, but, you know, the first time I ever saw it was America. What, what America. did you start on? Sure. I started on the Europe okay. map as well. I think that's the one I played first too, was the Euro map. Okay. Because I want to say, yeah, there was a rail from Moscow to. Somewhere else, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, yeah, that sounds if you, right. If you played it with me, then yes. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. Then, that, yeah that was the same map. Yeah, when you had brought it over to play in our game night, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the map I've seen before. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Okay, yeah, all right. But there's like a ton of maps, right? So you played USA, um, America, America. <laughs> is that how you have to say it now? America. <laughs> And then, um, 
Okay, but there's other maps. Like you've you've mentioned a couple of maps, Char. What, are, what other maps have you played on? So I have an ex- expansion pack with India and Switzerland. Okay. Yeah, and that both of those are amazing. The only downside to that is you get one less player with the expansion oh, than you really? do on the regular game. Are they standalone? Do you need the original ticket to ride? You do need the original ticket to ride for these particular expansions, mm-hmm. but if you get like the original Europe versus USA, those are standalones. Okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And it's like they they share uh, cards and all that kind of stuff from from the not base. cards, but like the trains. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah the little, little figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes lots of sense. And then, Rich, when you played the U.S., they came with all their own trains and all that kind of stuff, right? Yes, you had America trains, and um, <laughs> yeah, were they, during all... were they like were, were, what? What is a Murica train? How is that different? <laughs> Dude, they're just pretty badass. Murica. So those, that's when I'm a bunch of fascists over there playing Europe. I'm in Murica. Okay. Anyways, did you know, though, I, I was researching this game, and if I told you the word reefer, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Definitely um, reefer madness. Shara? Pot. <laughs> yeah, pothead. I see it. Um, yeah. As I was reviewing a little bit about trains in, in – or Ticket to Ride, I'm sorry. A little bit about Ticket to Ride. You know, they're all different colors. And the mm-hmm. black one is a hopper car. The red one's a coal car. The green's a caboose and blah, blah, blah. And then white was reefer. And I was like, oh, this isn't the Denver expansion. What is this? <laughs> Right. Was, that's a refrigerator car. So there's actually even a little bit of history in the coloring and the cars that they want. You know, the the now of course the little models we have all look the same, right. but I think on the cards themselves, you you actually see a different representation of that that car itself. But they're all the same from what I understand. So if I bought Europe, I'm gonna have. A bunch of cards that have all the right colors, and they're the same cards that are in the America expansion. You know, I've never put two of them right beside each other. Shari, are there are there difference in the cards, like the little yeah. pictures and icon iconography? Did I say that right, David? <laughs> yeah, that's I, the right way. Yeah, I've not Boom. actually tested that out yet. Huh? Yeah, that's something we should check into. Like, Absolutely. are the American cards, you know, significantly different than the European cards? Mm-hmm. That's neat. That's a neat idea. So, yeah. okay. The 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 approach of the game though is pretty iconic. Like I think now there's probably twenty games that mimic t- Ticket to Ride. I think Ticket to Ride was like the first or one of the first real big Ooh. train games that made it popular. Right? That really made it like uh, what the strategy was laying out your path and that your path was going to interrupt other people's and all that kind of stuff. Rich. All right, let's put Shara on the spot. Uh-oh. How do you set the game up, and what is your first turn? Mm. Okay, so... Oh, man. Do we put you on the spot? A little bit, but you know what? I'm going to go with it. Um, I don't remember exactly how many cards are handed out uh, as far as the Caboose cards, but the I do remember that each person gets to select... Um, 
goal cards. So two goal cards at least mm-hmm. out of, I think, three or four that you're handed out. Right. Mark. Yeah, because you get a handful and you're like, I don't want these. Right. I do want these. Right. Those are, that's how you're getting points, mm-hmm. right? The destinations is one of the ways you get points. And then you get, um, what else do you get as part of your setup as part of like helping you Like get. five cards, right? Is it five cards? I don't think it's seven. I think you get five to start the game with. I think you do get five to start the game with, and then you have your two extra destination tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, how do you get the actual uh, trains themselves? That's in the, the cards in your hand? So, yeah, that depends on the train cards in your hand, and that will allow you to... So depending on how long the road is between each of the two cities that you're wanting to build between... So, um, if it has just the one train, then you pop down one train card and say, Hey, this is my turn. I'm going, I'm good. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, if you have nothing to go off of, you then have to pick up another card. But once you've played one card and you have a train on the map, that's also another way that you get points. Right. And you have to, between two cities, you have to build the whole road at once, not just one train at a time. Right. When that's important, right? Because otherwise people would just throw out partial trains everywhere jamming up the whole network right. they would never actually complete anything mm-hmm. but they would also deny other people so the the weird thing about this map is between all of the cities there's only so many routes available and so when you play a route you're taking away maybe all of the route possibilities for mm-hmm. that city or between those two cities or maybe half or a third right but there's never more than three that I can think of between any of the cities. Like none of the cities connect to each other four or more times, right? They're always three or less. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird economy because you have to be like, all right, I I need, I need this route from this city to this city. And your destination cards are never two cities next to each other. Mm -mm. They're always two or three or four cities away. So you have to like kind of work towards this, this idea of, all right, I want to go all the way from St. Petersburg to Paris. All right, well, there's, you know, four other cities between me and there. There's a couple of different ways for me to get there. Mm-hmm. I could go roundabout, that sort of thing, or I could go direct. Right. That kind of stuff. Um, and worst case scenario, somebody's already built a road where you need to build a road. You can also build a station there and claim that road. Mm-hmm. So you can still technically... Um, Complete your destination. Complete your destination. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. What is this station you talk about? Is this in the Europe game? I don't think... My- hey what up? <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my children love to block me to where they <laughs> grab all the routes, kind of keeping things east to west and making it make me go long way around. I've never heard about this claiming a station. I think oh, that sounds... Yeah. Really? What What is this mechanic? Oh, this man. is definitely in the Europe version. Yeah. I would highly recommend playing with the stations. It makes things a lot more interesting. Yeah, so with oh. the stations, it's they can block you, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you have the right resources, you can build a station that lets you use one leg. Mm-hmm. Not the oh, whole. So even though they took the leg, you can get the station and use their leg to right. complete your destination card. You don't get the mm-hmm. points for the leg or any of that kind right. of stuff, but you do get to finish off your destination card. Yeah, but like my son who continually tries to figure out where I'm going, and part of his game plan <laughs> is to just take routes to where I have to make longer runs. Wait, 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 wait. So hold on. Hold on. Does your son go after you before you even start winning the game, or does he wait until you're at least ahead? No, I pretty much lose every game because they just like to (laughs) 
And it's both of them, tell you the truth. They oh, just, yeah. Both your kids yeah. gang up on you and mom wins. Mom wins every time. That's right. <laughs> God, I hate this game. But yes, I'd never heard about this station mechanic. That sounds really interesting. I need to check out the Europe. Uh, you know, I've played America and, and then we have um, Asia and Legendary Asia. But I seem to not remember a station on that one or else they just never told me. <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe this is a good question. Have you always wondered, like, why is there a little house figure and you just never looked at it? It's just always been there and they just Man, never... I don't think Murica comes with the house one. <laughs> and I just don't remember it in the Asia or the Legendary Asia map. Okay. Uh, maybe it is there. And maybe it's even with the Murica one and we just never have no... Or... Man, I have terrible children, but go on. <laughs> Yeah, your children really have it out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're trying to make you. Uh, they're always trying to gun for second. See, okay, so that's the strategy, right? Okay, so one of the strategies of Ticket to Ride is you uh, don't go for the win. You go to like spoil somebody else's game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and like your son Rich is always going after you, saying, "All right, I'm going to make sure that Dad can't get out of DC. So I'm going to get everything from Philadelphia." on down to wherever to try and block you getting out of D.C., right? Oh, yeah, we'll just claim those little two routes, mm -hmm. Yushara, you know the ones I'm oh, talking yeah. about? Mm -hmm. We'll just go ahead and claim those. It doesn't even matter where I'm going. It's just like, <laughs> block it, block it, block it. <laughs> well, my uncle's strategy is always to get the longest road. Uh. Mm -hmm. So my cousins and I, like, work against him. It's wonderful. His two kids and I will work against him all the time and, like, trade cards with each other under the table. Oh, that's some cheater oh. That's good, though. That's good. <laughs> Dude, I'm loving this. You know, he's at work going, God, I hate this game to get to ride. I don't know who made it, but I just can never get any traction. How do they always have five pinks? Always. <laughs> Always have five pinks, and they can get this super long route. That's the one I needed. How did she get five? She just laid out like four brown. Like, what the heck? <laughs> That's awesome. And you know the cards are a good conversation point, too, because I, um, you know, you start with five, right? And yep. you can choose to take two off the deck. Or you can choose to take one that's out in the open. That's face and up. Then, that you and, know what you're and, getting. Yeah. yeah. And then you're kind of done. And then you got to wait your turn again to lay train. So as you were talking about that economy, it really slows things down. So when you create this alternative black market of train trading. <laughs> See, that's smart. You're smart, Shark. You have defiled <laughs> the game. <laughs> PSG is like, you know what this needs? This game needs a black market. <laughs> this game needs a... me more efficient in getting my uncle to lose. Yeah. <laughs> bing, bing, really, bing, really bing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah bing, sure. bing, 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 <laughs> Oh. Oh, the phone's ringing. Hold on a second. Hello? Hello, this is Alan on Moon. Thanks for fucking my game up. <laughs> <laughs> he just called in right now to tell us yeah. that the black market card trade is ruining everything he built. It's also ruining my uncle's day. <laughs> okay, uh, wait. So let's, let's, let's talk about that. So you're building trains, and the trains that you can build are sometimes color-coded. Right, because the tracks will say mm -hmm. you can only do blue on this route, or or um, maybe it's a gray it's route. You can do it. yeah, you can do anything you want, but you it all has to be the same color. 
Yep. That's right. Right. And so, sure, you've got five pinks, and you can spend that on the five gray route. Um, and so when you build all that out, by the end, whoever has the most points wins, right? So you're trying to get lots of big routes. You're trying to connect all your destination cards. That gets you all of your points to win the game. And I kind of like that it's so spoiler prone. Like that's honestly, that's a good mark of a game that there's a way for other players to kind of spoil your efforts. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of those, you know, like we talk about diplomacy as a friend ending game because diplomacy is all about spoiling. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the game is based on, I'm going to make an agreement with you. And then later I'm going to break that agreement right. and you're going to hate me. Um, ticket to ride. There's no agreement ever. No. It's just, oh, I figured out where you're going yep. and I'm going to go ahead and break that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> your destination ticket if you're holding it you're exactly right Shara. you end up with a negative to where that san francisco to new york is like 24 points so when i see someone going for it man that that's like almost a guaranteed we've got to stop this from happening yeah. um, because that that could be a that could be a, a fourth to um you know a third of your points of yeah. course i don't know how i don't remember how high uh, many of our points end up. I think it is somewhere in the hundred range. Do you guys remember maybe what your highest scoring games were? Oh, over a hundred and eighty for sure. I want to say the the quote unquote right way to play is to whoever's in the lead gets dogpiled by everybody else. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Until until somebody else is in the lead, and then that person gets dogpiled. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're Owasneski and your dad is playing and you have to beat Rich. You just dogpile Rich the entire time. But hey, that, that's a strategy too, isn't it? I wonder if they're passing cards under the table. I'm going to be checking this out. It's a, You know, I, I was kind of wondering, you know, Shara's played before and you've played before, but none of us have ever really... Well, you two have played together, but yeah. I wondered if anybody had any house rules. Um, you know, like in D&D, we have house rules and things, and it sounds like Shara already has a house rule that everybody knows but her uncle. Um, <laughs> do you, is there any other house rules you guys have implemented? The funny thing, though, is that rule is only for my uncle because of how competitive he gets. <laughs> and he had a streak of where he won like three or four games against us on this like family vacation. We took like an RV trip and we were playing this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So he won three or four games in a row and we were just like, we have to put an end to this, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's like showing up with an engineer hat on he's like he has that big wooden whistle going he's like basically yeah Yeah, at that point i'd have to shut him down too yeah 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 um i don't think i don't think i have any house rules i mean ticket to ride is very simple so it'd be easy to house rule it that's one of the the other thing i like about it is that very easy to explain the rules to somebody new Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of times the new player wins yep which is interesting. A lot of the games that I play, the new player, man, they do not win. Mm-hmm. But Ticket to Ride, I remember the first time Vlad played, he won. The first time I played, I think I won. Mm-hmm. People are helping you. Yep. You know? Um, but it's a simple you enough You played game. with a vampire? <laughs> Vlad the Impaler? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, played with, we played with Dracula. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> No, he's a he's a, a person in in uh, in my circle up here in in Kansas. Um, you know what? I wouldn't take a chance, and I'd let him win too. Yeah, 
you know That's exactly what happened. Okay. You no. Know. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So one of the things is there's a lot of ways to win this game. You know, so like you get your like your first oh, win yeah. in, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna do that again. And the game doesn't let you do that. You have got to be adaptive. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, talk about that a little bit. Like some of the ways. What are some of the strats that you guys use? Because you guys play ferociously. I mean, Rich, you're in a cutthroat environment there at home. <laughs> Shara, you've had to invent a black market. Like, what What are some of the strategies that you guys use to, like, understand your position in order to adapt to the, the world the game has given to you or the role that the game has given to you? So it depends on which version I'm playing. Um, the Europe version allows me to strategize, I think, a little bit better than the India version does. Mm. Um just because the Europe version has just more to it and because it has um, more options for which roads to take and to get to the, your final destination. I've never played the India version. Oh, well, the India version, it's just a lot smaller, and I think that's why they have it down to down one player. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just doesn't have enough space. Right. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, but one of the strategies that I use is when I'm initially picking my destination tickets, I kind of choose the mid-tier range. Mm. Um, the other thing I also look for is sometimes in some of the routes that you choose, you can get hit two cities on the same route. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are really the things that I look for, especially when I'm choosing a longer route. I make sure that that's the case, that I have another city that I can hit in the middle that will also get me a... Gotcha. So you have some flexibility and mm-hmm. I hit that. Okay. Yeah. So like, I always wonder about that. Like, so the mid tier, that makes a lot of sense to go after mid tier options instead of going for like the, the big points that are really hard to achieve. Yep. You certainly don't want two big right. point items. Like that would almost be, you're going to lose. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And, and then Rich, do you have, I mean, you have a, you have a spoiler built in, so I'm sure you have a very different strategy built in. Mm. Around. Dear listener, I think I just figured out why I never win. Go big or go home. <laughs> so I like to get big routes for big points and big money. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's part of my downfall also. And then I'll collect little routes within my big route sure. to where I try and monopolize on the fact that I have to go all over the damn country to get anywhere. So I grab the little routes that are a part of my big route. But mm-hmm. maybe I often pick on bite off more than I can chew because I definitely get penalized sometimes while I'm playing for having too many big destinations. Mm -hmm. I have to hide my points, guys. If I put my points around the outside of the track, I'm I'm toast. Really? So the destination tickets allow me to do some bluffing and they allow me to accumulate points without anybody really knowing where I'm at Mm -hmm. because we don't show those destination tickets till the end of the game. Is that how you guys play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do not want to show that destination Mm -hmm. ticket. Absolutely. To where it's kind of like, boom, you jump up, you know, 50, 75 points, you might get in the lead. Right. Um, but then another 20 or another 18 or 12 pointer could bring you right down. So uh, how do you get more destinations? I can choose not to lay a train. 
I can choose not to pull train tickets and I can choose to pull three more destinations and, and I have to keep one of them. Right. So again, that, that slowness of a turn, right? Sometimes, Hey, trains were not hyper fast back in the old days. <laughs> so this game doesn't play hyper fast either. So yeah. you get one of three, pull some train tickets. I can lay some trains or I can get some new destination tickets, <laughs> but you got to keep one of those three, which is sometimes my downfall. That one of the, you know, all three are pretty much just screw you tickets and you got to keep one of them. Right. Yeah. Whichever one's going to hurt you the less, the least. That's right. So, but there is, okay, that's a good point. Like ticket to ride can lead to t long terms. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've talked about some games before where like even during when it's not your turn, you're still engaged. Ticket to ride doesn't necessarily have that. Like yeah. when it's not your turn, eh, you can kind of go somewhere else because there's no trading. Officially, there's no, um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's none of that stuff. Um, so yeah, you can like go get some chips or whatever, go talk to some people and then come back when it's your turn. Um, and I find that that's one of those things that's kind of nice about a party game mm -hmm. is that you don't have to be locked in at the table and ticket rides good for that because you can have kind of a fluid. Oh Yeah. Group now it's going to make turns take longer because you're coming back like okay what all happened and then how does that mess me up or, or whatever you have to reorient every time but um it's definitely one of those games that is easy to me anyways to kind of take a step back from and then come back to it you know three or four minutes later when it's my turn yep that kind of thing uh, do you guys do anything like turn time limits like do you guys do anything to kind of accelerate the clock. Make it so that people don't take too long to... Honestly, to... I think w when people take the longest is uh, when they have to choose, like, their new destination ticket. Yeah. It's almost like, hey, you're done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you need to pick yeah. one, and we need to move on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, now, do they actually have to pick one before you move on? Is there anything else to do after... No, no, they don't have to. So that's, that's one thing that when I usually play with you guys, um, with you and Kelly... I'll usually allow that person to have a chance to pick their destination card or cards until their next turn. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's almost – there is kind of an advantage to that though. It's like if I've got three destination tickets in my hand and people are laying down track, that might change. Oh, that's true. Which destinations to go after. But it's also kind of like, hey, we're not going to sit here and wait for you to make that decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we wait and look at the person until they <laughs> We're like, come on, you're gonna go, you're gonna go, you're gonna go. Are you well, done? Are you done? Are we there yet? Yeah. Are we there yet? Yeah. Now we have added the ticket to ride dice expansion to our what gameplay. So on certain nights that we want to play ticket to ride, ticket to ride, and we're sitting down to play it. If we want a faster game, the dice expansion, you don't use any of the cards. You basically roll dice. And they show you a single track or a double track. And they show you a station, which now makes more sense. And they show you a locomotive, which is the wild card. Oh. And you will then keep a chit sometimes, or you will use those dice to purchase routes to where you can keep, I think, up to three chits. So if you were to have rolled, um, you know, a, a single track, a double track, and then a, a train, that wild card, you could say, I'm going to 
keep these for my next turn to roll because I'm trying to get five, right? Yeah. So you keep three. Your next turn comes around and you get, oh, three singles. So now you can do three singles and a wild card to get, the, or, you know, four singles plus a wild card to get five in a row. No colors. Oh. If the track between San Francisco and L.A. is only singles, you know, like a single call a car mm-hmm. yeah. you need the single tracks if it's between kc and oklahoma city and it's the double cars beside each other you need the double tracks to claim those oh. so colors kind of go out the window yeah which is nice for our color deficient friends <laughs> and then what becomes important is when you roll the die whether or not you got a single track for one of the ones that's a single track or a double track for the ones that are double and whether you have the wild cards and you can only keep up by like two or three chits in between turns. So someone can't hoard up 10 different chits and then go crazy laying track, right? Right, which Um, is one of the things you can do in the card game. You could end up with a big hoard of cards and then all of a sudden have this one banger turn where you're Mm -hmm. dropping track everywhere. Oh, I've looked at Rob like, what the F are you doing, dude? How do you have 30 cards in your hand? Yeah. He's like, let's play the game. He's like, are you wondering why there's no blues? Because I have all the (laughs) (laughs) So we use the dice to speed up the game. And that's really, and it's not homebrew. It's from them. It's one of their official expansions. And um, that kind of, you know, makes it to where you have a quicker game in the evening. That's nice. That's Mm -hmm. nice. I like that. I'll have to to pick up that expansion. That's fun. What, one of the other things that I also notice is a difference between the USA game versus the Europe. Um, so when they actually put the names on the map, it's the original names and not necessarily what we know those cities to be today, which I thought was kind of interesting, especially in like the um, India version, because like the spellings are kind of similar. And I'm like, yeah. I think I know what this place is. But like, you know, I've had to wiki it later on to be like, oh, this is what the original name was. That's, yeah. And that's the name that's on the map itself. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. of them, And I, I kind of think that's a little brave. Like, hmm. you know, you want a game that is going to be approachable for lots of audiences. And when you put in a thing like that, that becomes kind of a second step. Yep. Outside of the game, they have to know, where is this place? Yes. Right? But I like that. I think that's really cool. It's like, hey, while you're playing this game, if you're interested, there's this, you know, interesting name for the city here. You've never maybe heard of this. Right. Maybe there's a reason for that. Go look it up. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's really cool. Istanbul or Constantinople? That's right. <laughs> Which one was it? Or Istanbul. New York or New Amsterdam? Oh, my god. That's interesting. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's really cool of them to do. I I think that's one of those things that definitely that was not a, like, boardroom decision. Right. You know, the creator said, nope, we're going to do original names because that's cool to me. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily a sound business, quotey, quotey decision where this is going to make it easy for a bunch of people to get into. It's more like, no, 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 I want this to be uh, beyond just the game. Right. That's really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. It's a lot. Dude, Alan R. Moon is yeah. dabbing on those haters. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He is. Yeah. That's right. He is. Like, oh, you don't want to learn stuff while you play my game? Too bad. <laughs> dab, dab. But that is also that is also a reason why uh, when it's your turn to pick out the destination cards, while while allow that person. Oh, until the that's next right. Turn, because you have to sit there and be orient yourself. Yeah, yeah. What is this city? Right. 
I've never heard of this place before. Yeah. You're sitting there looking at the map, and you're trying not to give away which one you're looking yeah. at. You're like, oh, it's that one, but i got to keep moving. Like it's some other city that I'm looking for. Oh, no, that's all part of the game, too, is pretending what city you think you need to go to, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because, again, when you're dabbing on those haters trying to block your routes, <laughs> you're all, oh, I think I need to, oh, no, no. Maybe. Yeah. And then you keep looking at that one city, hoping yeah. people notice you look at yeah. it. I like how there's so much theatrics around Ticket to Ride. There really are. There, that oh, is yeah. absolutely true. Like, you're always like, oh, I just wish, I wish you didn't play that. Oh, you really screwed me mm-hmm. over. And you're like, <laughs> I've got a clear route to where I'm trying to go, buddy. But I'm going to act like you got me. So that you don't later on try and figure it out later. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've got Very true. boxed in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched, um, I think it was Kelly, the last time we played, uh, she had, she had completed her route, but somebody else had built like right off of her city that she had last connected to, mm-hmm. thinking she needed to go further, right? Yeah. She had just completed oh, yeah. her route, and she was like, oh, you messed me up. Yeah. And they were like, haha, awesome. And then she went off and completed her second route, because everybody had thought that she was out, you know, that she had right. messed up, or been been blocked. Right. Uh, and lo and behold, at the end of the game, we find out she's finished all of her routes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun... I do like that. Like, I like games that involve more uh, interaction from the players, kind of playing each other, kind of like a poker type game where you have to do a little bit of... A little bit of... You're not necessarily negotiating, but you are trying not to give tells. Oh, absolutely. And you're also trying to figure out what their strategy is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're always trying to do the same thing. You're like, you have to play a block and tackle game. Mm -hmm. Like you have to throw in some blocks. You can't just let everybody else have a good time. Like, no, no, no. I've got to try and stop somebody else. Otherwise I'm going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when we play with three on Merka, there is room, it seems to be, that we don't necessarily have to block each other because it's only three of us on a large map. You brought up India being a small map, and I went, oh, maybe that's what we need to do is pick up a, a smaller map for those games that it's only three people playing versus oh, yeah. the nights that we have four. Because yeah. when we have four, America really fits well. When we have three, it's a little bit too much room. Almost everybody can do their own game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You almost, everyone can just kind of be in their own and make it happen. Yeah. Um, you know, Settlers of Catan is the same way. You really want to play... The max number of players on that map. You really do because Absolutely. because that's where you get the economy. Mm-hmm. The the that's where scarcity becomes a problem, mm-hmm. right? It's now there's a scarcity of 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 movements, and I there's only so many plays I'm going to get, and I've got to make each one of them count. And you only get that with a max player board game. So I mean, like I mean, Ticket to Ride has. I'm looking at their list of expansions, and it's a lot, dear listener. It's like. Europe, Nordic countries, Germany, um, Rails and Sails, and then they've got other expansions like Mystery Train, USA, uh, Europa, 1912, uh, a ton of stuff, Deutschland, 1902, Orient Express, and then Switzerland has like six map collections. I mean, they just have all these different maps, all these different expansions, but I think that makes a lot of sense because... For different sizes of groups or for different types of players, you know, the person who's the ticket to ride conductor, 
the person who's like running it for everybody and is the one who owns all the games. Like they can kind of say, okay, this is the crew I have tonight. This is an Orient Express night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very new user, or as you mentioned, the new person can win very, very often. The new person wins because they're not tied up in their own brain, right? They're just playing the game. And it's also a game that, that people can play that, that don't have to be gamers. The rules are, are really, you know, like we said, you, you, am I going to put down trains? Am I going to pull some cards? Or am I going to pull some destination tickets? Boom, there's my turn. Not a lot of complexity there. Um, you know, it's very open to new players or and new gamers. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, uh, Shara, do you bring in a lot of, like, non-gamers into Ticket to Ride? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, majority of my family, they're not gamers at all. And um, I was able to explain this game to them within 10 minutes, and we played our first round. It took us, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour to get through one round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. And we still had that excitement. Like, everybody was definitely into what was going on. Everybody was engaged. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and the 45 to an hour, that's like the perfect mm-hmm. non, like, newbie game. You don't want a game to last two or three hours. Exactly. For a new player. Mm-hmm. You really want that thing to be zipped up in about an hour tops. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Who here is the Sheldon train conductor? Or the Hot Mess Express. I'm, I'm the Sheldon. <laughs> so, like, when I put my trains down in front of me, they're in perfect rows. Yeah. And I keep them capped off very nice and neat. And I keep them all edged up 90-degree angles. And then you got the Hot Mess Express, where it's like a volcano of train parts all laying on top of each other in front of them. David, are you a Sheldon or are you a Hot Mess Express? Oh, man. I'm a Sheldon all the way. Like, I've got a, I've, like if I can make a square with them, I will do it. <laughs> Like if I have yeah, enough to buddy. make a square, I'm like, perfect. Otherwise, like, oh, rectangle, I guess I'll settle. <laughs> it's fine. But I really want a square. <laughs> I'm absolutely an organizer, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely a Sheldon as well. Yeah. I'll have it lined up in, like, little rows. Yeah, yeah. But, like, a- but like your friends that have never played before, they've got yeah. a big, hot message. You're like, well, you're clearly going to lose. <laughs> you have not organized your train. <laughs> If this was a real train yard, you would not be able to get your trains out on the tracks. That's right. Got your cars stacked on top of each other. That's right. And there's like, oh, they're all bottomed up and wheels in the air. And and I think Rob just does it on purpose to piss me off. Like, I look over and he like points down at his trains like, look at the pile. Look at the pile. I'm getting swifty. I'm getting swifty. And, you know... Yeah, playing kiss game. (laughs) Oh man! But that's right. There's totally the there are absolutely the players that have to have everything perfect organized. Like Mm -hmm. I'm that way. Like my cards have to be in the right order. Mm -hmm. You know, I want my destinations in a certain spot so I can like check them again real quick. You know, like I've got to have everything arranged. And if I come back to my seat and stuff's out of order, I know. All right, so anybody who's listening who has OCD issues, this is the game for you. Because I do all those same things. I line my cards up. I line up my tickets. I like it to all be nice and neat. Yeah. Dude, okay, now on the board. On the board, because all the little trains, you know, people. some people just plop them down. And they're all kind of askew. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I do not. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've honestly thought about getting double-sided tape so you would actually have to <laughs> tape it down. Take your, like, little train. That's genius. That's genius. Little Velcro tabs. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We need to... Here's what we need to do. We need to make... We need to make magnetic... Ooh. Mm. Magnetic... Train bits, little magnet, nothing super intense, little magnet, and then just, uh, you know, either uh, a ferrous tape or something underneath the board. Yeah. Right? I'm I'm sorry. What was that really fancy word you used? Ferrous for magnetic. Mm, Yeah. Sorry? Did I do it wrong? Did I say it wrong? No, I've never no, heard that right. word before. Okay. I learned I learned something new every day. PhD backs me up. Thank you, Shara. PhD from mm-hmm. Ken backs you up. That's right. There That's you right. Go. Yeah. 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 Ferris, I did it right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have something to like help it so that when you put your train piece down, it's gonna be aligned. Yep. It's gonna be on point. So yep. you'd need two magnets, right? Mm-hmm. A front and a back. So mm-hmm. it's right center. Yep. And you know what else is crazy? We talk about how great it is and how much fun and everything. You know this game's been out for 13 years. What? I believe it. I mean, it's a good it's a good game. I want to say 13 that like 13 years. 2000, 2000, 2006. That's when a lot of really good board games got started. Hmm. You know like we were talking about Doom. Doom's a 2000. Oh yeah. You know, Ticket to Ride 2000 was at 4 2008. 13 years ago. 13 years ago was yeah, what? 2004. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't feel old. That's definitely true. I only discovered no. it about like two years ago, I want to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And I have like <laughs> multiple expansions. And... Yeah. Because <laughs> it's good. You're like, it's oh, really well, good. I, wanna, I want more yeah. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to say... I played my first game of this in like maybe 2010. I want to say at a at a friend's gaming party thing, um, and that was my first train game. There's a bunch of them now. Mm. I mean, even in the latest um, pandemic is train based. You're like building routes. You're building train routes to get to infected areas. <laughs> like everybody, yeah, everybody has a train thing. I mean, Are I you love serious? It. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. We should play that. We should play that. Hey, idea. has anybody ever played trains? I always call Ticket to Ride trains. When I'm talking to other people, I'll be like, hey, I love that train game. You know, trains. And they're like, you mean Ticket to Ride? I'm like, yeah, it's so much fun, blah, blah, blah. But then there is a game called trains. Has anybody ever played it? I've not played trains. No. Oh, they must suck. Okay. <laughs> Just Sorry. Sorry, have train. You, wait, hold on. Have you played it? No, I've never played it. But yeah, for this group of Uber nerds and no one's played trains, that's a pretty good sign. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> and if anybody just says it doesn't, just, you know, send email to David. It'll be great. That's right. That's right. Just, just let me know how wrong we are that trains. And we'll talk about it. I mean, if we find out that trains is good, we will absolutely talk about it. But yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think. Those are kind of all the things I wanted to talk about the game, like the strategy, you know, what it's like, and it's kind of a cool blend of nerd-friendly and, and, and family-friendly. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted to kind of bring up and mention about our game? Um, I think I think I brought up everything that I wanted to. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Rich, did you? is there anything else, any Easter eggs or anything else that you wanted to talk about with Ticket to Ride? 
Negative. I didn't know it was online. So tomorrow will be no work done as it'll be Monday. <laughs> and I will be downloading the iOS version. And um, I see that there's an iOS version. I'm going to yeah. see what that's like. And, uh, you know, I got to prep for my next tourney that I got to sign up for. So I'm going to put some time in. Yeah. Oh, you should see the uh, online version also has all the different... Uh, expansions. Ooh, expansions. Oh, yeah, that's really yeah. And that way you can get some practice with those stations. Yeah, that's right. You've stations. Gotta, you've got to get the stations into your world, man. They're way better than whatever Dude. weird stuff you were playing. <laughs> well, cool. Um, Shara, thanks tons for coming on our show today. Thanks, su- Super fun talking to you about this. Any other game you ever want to talk about, please let us know because I absolutely want to have you back. Absolutely. Awesome. This is fun. Yay, good, good. And Rich, always, thanks for being my uh, co-host. Do, do we get to vote if she gets to come back or not? No, no. Hey, we, now. You don't get a vote, that's for sure. Oh. I get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have voted for you, just FYI. I would have voted for you. It sounds like maybe I wouldn't, but I would have. Well, you know, a good switcheroo there, you did. <laughs> yeah. No, no, great talk. I love the game. Hopefully, uh, we'll chat more on other ones and, uh, you, you know, get to talk soon. Or I'll see you next time I'm up in that side of the the nation, America, next time I'm in your section of that area. But yeah. until then, may all your cards be wild trains. <laughs> all, all wild, all the time. That's right. <laughs> awesome. You can pick any route you want. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us again uh, for another episode of High Shelf Gaming. Again, my name's David, joined by Rich, and this this time uh, by our awesome friend, Shara, talking about our fun favorite game, Ticket to Ride. Have fun, play well, and goodbye. Bye. 